You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! We'll get the hang of this recording thing. Eventually. We've been doing it for eight years. Yeah. Oh, eight years, dude. That's a long time. That's like like a third grader. Is it? <laughs> <That's> like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. dear. We'll get that out on the Thunder Quack podcast. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, we'll work out all the, the kinks sickness. and then we'll go right into this. Mm-hmm. It'll be a short Thunder Quack. Most of the Thunder Quacks, I think, until the end of the year will be short episodes. Short or sweet? Last week, we went a full hour. Really? But, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because nice. um, we have the extra time. That's the one thing that I will say that maybe the podcast proper suffers when we're not together, but it's like we... Because basically, like, I can sign off by the time I have to actually go to bed because I can just, yeah. like, be in bed. You say extra time. We were on until 11.30, 11.45. Which I try to leave talking. here at 11. I try to leave here yeah, at 11. But. That makes a difference. A it was hour. no extra time for me. I know. It was no extra time for me. For you. I went to I had, sleep at the same time. I, I made some sort of comment or something to my, um, my producer at work today mm-hmm. about... I don't, oh yeah, because I I went I did I did, watched Hocus Pocus last night with my friends. Yeah. Um, they came over and, anyways, I made some sort of comment. She's like, "What time do you go to bed?" And I was like, "You know, I'm not a morning person. Like, she is like up at like five o'clock in the morning. She goes to the gym. She comes from North Van. She like is there early." And I'm like, "I can't do that." But also, she goes to bed earlier, and that's the thing too. Is like, I just I stay up late. Like, that I, sounds I'm, awful. I know, right? I can't I can't do mornings. <laughs> I mean, I'm a morning person as well. Like, I'll get up at, like, 7 o'clock. I, I, but it, this is the thing. It's not that I'm a morning person or I'm a night person. Um, I am a hybrid introvert-extrovert. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, yeah. like, during the day when the sun is up, I like people. And then the second that the sun goes down, leave me alone. <laughs> Just go away. Right. Like, like, unless, like one-on-one is okay. Like, like spending time with my wife or, or hang out with you to do a podcast or whatever is fine. But I generally like the evening is for things like going to the movies or Just doing things that don't require like having, other a, having like a, having like a nice dinner with like one or two people. Right. Like I don't like going to parties that are, that are at night. Like I would rather go to like a barbecue in the afternoon and hang out with people and then like be able to leave at like four and then, <laughs> and then, and then just have do your the rest thing. of my day. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's fair. I don't want to be out until midnight, like partying on a regular basis. Oh, I had, Every I, once in a while, I had that revelation the other day where I was like, some people just genuinely go out and are, are, and are partying like until midnight. Yeah. I just want to, Clock, because now is the time to do it. That when you speak, it picks you up on my microphone. But when I speak, it doesn't pick me up on your microphone. It's it's just the way that they're positioned. I don't it, want you hogging my microphone. It's How do not, I 
so so we, so we were having problems before uh-huh. because when we were recording the Thunderquack podcast over the summer, we didn't need the TV. So oh, I was right. sitting on the it, other yeah, side. Yeah, and then it was like, oh yeah. So yeah. what happens there? It's funny because we're about what three feet away from each other, sure. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when I was sitting on the other side of the room with the microphones basically as far apart as we can get them. Right. It, that that distance is closer to like five feet, mm-hmm. maybe five and a half feet. Mm-hmm. So the difference in distance made an echo because oh, when we started doing the two mic right. setup, yeah, 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 we yeah. didn't have the echo. Yeah. And then it was once I switched to sitting over there that we started getting the echo. Oh, I get it because it's like, yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. So it won't be a big deal. Like when, when I mix it down into a a single file, it'll, it'll, it'll sound fine. I am picking up way more on yours. No, that's what I mean. Like it's, it's like dramatically more and I don't. Is your gain up? Well, that's, I just, I have no idea. That's why I'm like, it's, it's like a significant difference. And it could, like, I don't know if it's directional or if it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your gain was up quite a bit it okay, was see, at that's like the better. halfway point that's better now i think because now i'm picking up in a similar way to you being picked up yeah okay okay yeah um yay yeah i don't know i mean like we're, we'll continue to tweak this we're actually we're recording like a multi setup right <laughs> just <now>. in case <coughs> oh dear yeah we've got we have the two mics set up for uh in the setup that we hope to be using for the rest of the season but then as a backup we've got the old microphone hooked up to my other computer um just in case just in case we want to bring you some quality stuff backup. this season so i'm gonna we're just gonna, we're just gonna i'm gonna sure. actually instagram it i'm gonna instagram do it. the grams well oh, man i'm gonna I do a story i need something to instagram besides my film i feel like all i've been instagramming is my short film don't worry you're not I'm, in okay picture. good i was just like do hands. i need to like change something i can adjust I like the Sorry, like great, great podcasting, everybody. It's just we just go silent. No, um, I was I was breathing heavily. People could oh, so pumpkin chai time. So I really like the one thing I will say about podcasting, and that was always weird over the summer, is that like I really associate podcasting with like tea because I just drink tea when I'm here. But tea to me is really a winter thing, so it does throw me off in the summer when I'm not like interested in drinking as much tea. So it's nice. I'm back with pumpkin chai. It's October getting right into the groove of groove of things and, and making a, a go at the gross winter months when it's dark out. I was able to drive here when it was light out all year. And now we're back into the abysmal darkness of October. Happy Halloween, everybody, by the way, too. This will be... Are we actually going to podcast on October 30th? That's like the day before Halloween. <laughs> yes, that is the day before Halloween. <laughs> what significance is that? <laughs> Are we actually going to podcast the day before? It's like you, I think what happened there is that you started thinking that we were podcasting on Halloween and then you very quickly realized, no, actually we podcast on Wednesdays, not Thursdays. I have stuff in my calendar for all next week and I'm hoping the thing I have on Wednesday is podcast. I hope so. Because yeah. that's, that's what, what you have to do. I know, I guess so. so. Um, that's fair. Yeah. I, I, the only thing to really talk about on the Thunderquack podcast is the most important thing that we could talk about say. on any podcast. It's the Star Wars trailer. 
so good. That's it. Okay, so I don't I don't even know what it is, but I was because I was looking at okay. Questions for you because you can answer them. That the internet yeah. wasn't super helpful. What is the order of who's narrating in the opening of the trailer? It's it's Ray, Finn, Poe, Ray. Okay, so she does say the first line. I believe so. I couldn't tell who. who I'd have that to. Was. I'd have to be listening yeah, yeah, to it right yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, but if I'm re- recalling it correctly, yes. okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because she says something, and then, um, or is it her? Maybe it's Luke. Hmm. Here, let's just listen. I to felt it. like it was Luke, but I didn't know. But it it felt like it was Luke from a while ago. Like it felt like it was a young Luke, not a like a callback. Yeah, or something. But I was like, I don't remember it from anything. So it to me is like a is a let's thing. Uh, is this good podcasting too? Where we like this is fine. Play a, but it's to this like is fine. Hear the audio for it. So the score too. Oh my god, it's an instinct. That one. Yeah. No, that's all Finn. Is that all Finn? Yeah. Yeah. It's an instinct of feeling? That's, yeah. That's Finn? And then that's Poe. You're not alone? Oh, so good. So good. And then it's Ray. Yeah. And then Kylo, obviously. And then Kylo, I do. <laughs> Uh, we won't listen to the whole thing. I love, I love your like, um, dude, bro face. I do, <laughs> I do. I know who you are. You're nothing. That's why I love you. What? The, how is that a tactic? I don't understand it. Kylo Ren is the worst. Isn't that, like, he's just yes, yeah. It's he's nagging. Like he yeah. negs her in in the Last Jedi. He's like, you. Your parents were nothing. You're nothing. No one thinks anything about you. You're not important or cool or good looking, except to me. <laughs> and it's like, what? No. It makes you feel special. Literally everybody who meets Ray is like, you're pretty cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's 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 very it's very interesting because he is he is literally trying to isolate her, right? Yeah. Like it's it is it's not just like and it's I don't think that it's necessarily romantic. I don't even think it's romantic at all. I think he's trying to isolate How? her. Yeah, just because yeah. he's he's a he dark side. He doesn't know any better. He's... Yeah. Um Oh. <clears throat> what? No, I've sorry. I've I don't know if I did this before or after the last time we podcast, but I finished the last shot. Did we talk about it yet? Oh yeah, I wrote a whole thing about you it. You wrote a whole thing. But I didn't actually so, like, talk about it. I'm going to I'm going to take this we should have talked about this on the last podcast, sorry, but we but, had so we yeah. talked about so much else. Yeah. Um yeah, the Thunderquack quarterly is something that like once once I get the first couple out, I'll be able to actually like hit the quarter. Yeah. We still haven't gotten the first one out. What? But I did um, it so long. I know you did, but and I did the art so long ago because I was done the art before you wrote your piece. But um, first of all, you wrote way too much. What? But- you you wrote way way too much, <laughs> and it's good, so I want to use all of it. Okay. But you wrote way too much for one page. Like you wrote like a two page spread. Like okay. it's so I have to figure out. I have to I have to figure out how I'm gonna gonna format things and it's just it's just proving to be a little bit more difficult than i thought and um and and that in the initial setup that's not how it works um yeah like like the original plan was for it to literally be the picture on the front side and then 
the text on the back side. Yeah. But like the text would have to be like six point font <laughs> uh, and like no line spacing in order for it to all fit. I mean, <coughs> you can just add my the the recommendations that I have. You could just put as a QR code and then people can scan it. I will not put a QR code <laughs> on anything ever by choice. Okay. That's not a terrible idea. That's not how anything works. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's not. I haven't seen a QR code in a very long time. Exactly. Nobody uses them. You, I used to use my BlackBerry all the time. The The reason why nobody uses QR codes is because you have to have a specific app to open, to scan right. QR codes. But, the, but if you... If you have to open an app to scan a QR code to open a link in a browser, you might as well just type you've done as much work as typing in a URL. <laughs> like you may as well. Like like we're fast on our phones now. Yeah, it's like QR codes would have been really handy back when we were still using T9 keyboards. So yes, when you had a BlackBerry, when, yeah, Blackberry I'm sure it was yeah. fantastic. But yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. everybody else, sense. not so much. Podcasting is going to be rough because. Because you're sick? My, well, it's not, I'm not sick anymore. I'm over it, but it's just all still like lingering. Yeah. And it's still like the damage from all of the coughing and stuff. So I'm starting as of today. I woke up and I, I had to sneeze all day and it was really frustrating. And I realized it's because it's like actually like just my nose is like, oh, excuse me. Oh, I've been on a hiccup throughout the whole podcast. Anyways, the reason I brought up the last shot. Yeah. Which I hope those of you that do eventually get the Thunderquack quarterly enjoy my thoughts on the last. But it's because of little Ben, and you're like, yep. aw, baby Ben. Yep. So cute. It's, uh... But it made me yeah. think about, like, what, what went wrong? What as went with, wrong? As with anything. I, I mean, I, it's... I don't, I don't think that it's, that it's too much of a mystery. I think it's, it's really simple. I think, I think Snoke showed up at some point yeah. and started manipulating. manipulating. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> the, the curious part of that story that needs to be told is why did anyone trust Snoke at any point in time? Right. Yeah. Right. Because like, like, or, or more importantly, I guess is like, how did Snoke get in contact with Ben? Right. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. And I don't know, I guess, I mean, if we see him connecting Ben like and Ray across yeah, yeah, the yeah. galaxy, then he could very simply just appear to yeah. Ben Solo whenever yeah. he wants. So so maybe that's maybe that's the answer. Maybe right. he was just inside Ben's head just yeah. like telling him these things. But I don't I, I mean we will get that story. There's no way we won't get that story. Um it's just a matter of time and it'll be a matter of what yeah. medium it comes in, whether yeah. it's a novel or yeah. an animated series. It'll be one of those two things. It will not be in a comic, it won't be in a video game. But it won't right. be yeah. in a live action yeah. story. Yeah. Um, but the other thing about the trailer that's really cool, but that I don't know anything about, but I mm-hmm. feel like you would be excited about, is that the, apparently Ghost, the Ghost ship or something, it's something from Rebels, is in Yeah, it? the Ghost. Uh, so there's there's the shot with all of the ships, Which the whole Resistance so fleet. cool. Um, I love that shot. And the ship that is just to the right-hand side of, uh, of, on the Falcon's left, but when we're looking at it on our right-hand side. Mm-hmm is the ghost which is the ship the main ship from star wars rebels so it's basically their millennium falcon and since it was introduced there's there's obviously the comparison and then in forces of destiny which was a series of animated shorts on youtube um there's a there's actually one short where uh where han and hera who is the owner and pilot of of the ghost um after the battle of endor 
they are talking about whose ship is better and then they have a bit of a race. Is this an animated one? In it, yeah. Oh, how cool. Um and I uh, and so since then it's there's a there's a question because um the Falcon is a YT thirteen hundred light freighter, mm-hmm. right? Um but the 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 ghost is a VCX one hundred, also a Corellian ship. It's actually the ship that Han name drops in Solo when oh. he's lying to to Lando oh, about which one he has. about yeah, the yeah. ship that he yeah. has. He's like, oh, I've got a VCX. Yeah, and and Lando's like, oh, that's a pretty nice ship. And so that line mm-hmm. in there being like. Like Han wouldn't just drop any ship, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he would. would say a good he would ship. say the yeah. ship that he wants. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So now there's like a thing of like, <laughs> is the VCX better? Oh, yeah, um, interesting. And the thing about the VCX is that the VCX is not a freighter in the same way that the Falcon is. So the argument could be made that the VCX is kind of it's more versatile. It's built. It's built oh. to do more of the stuff that the Falcon does, right? Okay. Whereas Han has modified the Falcon <laughs> to do those things, to do yeah. things that that a freighter really shouldn't be able to do. Um, so yeah, there's kind of not to mention the fact that the hyperdrive itself, like the or not the hyperdrive, the Nava computer is is L three, right? <laughs> right? So yeah, yeah. Um, that the fact that the Nava computer is L three means that the Falcon is the fastest ship in the galaxy because right, L three yeah, is L3 the best. Is, yeah. Nav a computer in the galaxy, right? Um, that was also a good part of the last shot too, like learning more about L three yep, and like, yep. and Lando and Lando. is great. Yeah. So um, and I'm like, so in the lead up to the movie, there was a little bit of Solo. There was a little bit of conversation around like Daniel Glover, Donald, Donald Glover. Yeah. Sorry, <coughs> said in a couple of interviews that he. Um, because of the stuff with, with L3 and some of the lines in the movie, there were questions of like, well, are they together? Are they intimate? Right. And, and like how, like would Lando even be interested in a droid? And, and Donald Glover was like, I think Lando is interested in everybody Yeah, yeah. like that. He's basically pansexual. Like he doesn't care. Like he's down for a good time, no matter who or what you are. Right. Like it's species doesn't matter droid doesn't matter sex orientation none of that stuff is important to him it's just about connection right Mm -hmm. like it's about it's about if he can make a connection um and then last shot has a little bit of that it's nothing is ever explicit and and this is star wars it's a little bit annoying because they have so much room to tell some of these stories but and and oftentimes they're very coy about it, and mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, here's a little thing that if you interpret it this way, yeah, yeah, yeah. could be seen. But um, but last shot does have a little bit in it of the idea of like, obviously the the relationship between him and L three. Um, there there's there's a little bit between him and Han, where it's like it's it's not reciprocated. Han is very much a cis hetero dude, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but Lando makes a few comments in that book that that are that could be interpreted as as a um him sort of hitting on Han a little bit. Oh yeah. And I uh, oh that's ah, okay. My head got caught on a picture. <laughs> um and then and then he actually also has a love interest, a, f- a female love interest. Yeah. In, in that story as well. He does hit on Han a lot in the Yeah, in he hits on book. Han a lot in the yeah. last shot. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I, 
but yeah, I, the book is great. The last shot is, is fantastic. So yeah, the, the ghost is in there next to the ghost, which the ship that, that the Falcon actually kind of moves in front of mm-hmm. is another ship from, from star Wars rebels called the shadow caster, which is uh, like the, an ally of the, the ghost crew. Um, is it that round ship? There was a round ship. On it's there? yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually it's it's shaped very similar to uh to to the Defiant from Deep Space Nine mm. for uh for for Star Trek fans. Um but it's much smaller. Um and then I there are tons of other ships in there. Mm-hmm. Um some that may just be the same model as as previous ones, but some that might actually be ships from previous movies, previous stories and that sort of thing. Um and apparently, maybe the Colossus is in there from Star Wars Resistance, but I haven't been able to identify yeah. one of these ships as the Colossus. But I, I would imagine, for those who 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 listen on Rebel Cells, like you know, Matt and I have already talked about this at, at length. But I don't see why you would be building that series in that direction. So the Colossus starts out as uh, a refueling platform on on the planet that it's on it's like just this ocean planet the yeah. whole planet's water oh, cool. and you think it's just this floating platform mm-hmm. and then in one episode you see this sea creature there's like a sea monster and so you see you kind of see that that actually the colossus is much bigger underwater than it is above water oh. but the crew of the colossus only uses the part that's above water basically oh. they don't go into the rest of the ship like nobody even really knows that it's down there really right interesting um, and then at the end of the season, in order to escape the First Order, they realize it's not a platform. It is a it is a ship. It's a capital ship. Like, oh, it's like a Star like Destroyer. A oh, wow, cool. Like, like Mon Calamari Cruiser, like, right. size ship. And they they basically take off and, and then run away. They leave the planet. Um, and I, I, this season two begins with them going to Dakar shortly after the first order has destroyed the surface, destroyed mm-hmm. the, the resistance base at the beginning of the last Jedi. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Is that Dakar? I yeah. was going to say Dakar yeah. sounds really familiar. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. It, the, and then on the Colossus are the, these guys called the aces who they were doing, they were running races cause it, it was peacetime, right? Nobody was at war. Right. Right. Okay. Like, like Leia had the resistance and she was trying to hold back the first order, but the rest of the galaxy was like, you're being paranoid just because they wear white armor and hmm. pretend to be Imperials doesn't mean that they're the empire. They have no power. There's like 12 of them. Like, who cares? <laughs> right. So the rest of the galaxy was like kind of mocking Leia behind her back. And, and then obviously they destroy Hosnian prime and that begins the, the, the war right between the rest of the oh, Hosnian Prime the is order. the thing where it's the like capital. all the yeah all the yeah. things that get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so they they've been running these races with 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 these starfighter aces, and um, and they don't they're not really like ready to battle. They kind of they defend the platform from time to time, but they're not really they're not a squadron. It's not like they're rogue squadron or something like that. Um, like they're not ready to to take on a death star or something so they were just they were just part of like an oil fuel up 
place. Basically. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like totally something I'd be into watching. It's it, just like a rogue crew of people that then have to like... If that were the show, then yes. But oh, the okay. show is mostly silly hijinks. It's oh. actually very... It's aimed at a very young skewing audience like oh. sort of okay. more the eight-year-olds than the 13-year-olds because star wars is always kind of eight to 13 yeah but like clone wars and rebels definitely aimed for 13 right. and maybe up <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah 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 but star wars resistance definitely aims for the eight-year-old and maybe two thirteen. 13 okay um right. but in any case they've been building up all this stuff with the aces um, and, and most recently in the most recent episode, they're building them up as a team now. Cause now they're on the run from the first order mm-hmm. and they have to get better at dog fighting and stuff like that. So, um, so they're training and I don't see why you tell that story at all. If it's not going to lead to rise of Skywalker and the Colossus <laughs> And the aces all being there. So you do want them to be there. Oh, absolutely. Saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it, should, yeah. it should definitely do that. Okay. At least not necessarily all of them. I would really love it if we saw the Colossus and we saw like three or four of the aces, mm. like like sort of the main characters. Um, there's, there's, what, there's five aces and then there's Kaz and Yeager. So I would love to see definitely Kaz and Tora and then maybe two of the other aces. Um I, I guess that's the name of the people that are on the Colossus ship. Is yeah, that, Kaz yeah. is the main character because Uda Ziono is the main character. He's a former New Republic pilot that Poe Dameron recruits to go to the Colossus because the First Order is like sniffing around the platform. Uh, and so he's there to basically like report back to the Resistance gotcha, about gotcha. what the First Order is up to. Um, so him and then Tora is, is kind of... It's it's because it's aimed at eight year olds. It's kind of his love interest, but not really. There's not right because really it's because they're there. eight and they don't care. Yeah, about love interests. Um, I would like to see the two of them because they're kind of main characters, and then maybe Tam, but uh, we don't know what's going to happen with her yet because currently she's with the First Order. Um, Ooh. She like defected or not defected, but like went to the first order when everything kind of went down at the end of last season. You know what is so great for someone like me? There is so much Star Wars content that I just like have not consumed yet. So the thing about Resistance is that it will be on Disney Plus. Yeah, which is cool. So you'll have the opportunity to watch it on that platform. But before you do that. I should watch Clone Wars. I. (sighs) This is tough. I think that Star Wars Rebels will be more your cup of tea than Clone Wars. I don't think Clone Wars will grab you as much because Clone Wars isn't really that much about character. There are great characters in Clone Wars, but Clone Wars is about missions, right? Like like every arc is is about a bunch of missions of like, we got to do this. It's a war, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Star Wars Rebels is really about the characters and it's about the Jedi and light side. Yeah, that seems. Mm -hmm. I I think that you connect more with those characters. For sure. Um, so I would, I would say to start, to start there maybe. Start with Rebels. But, um. Does Rebels, and Rebels takes place between Jedi and, uh, uh, Force Awakens? No. Uh, Star Wars Rebels takes place in the lead up to Rogue One. Oh! Yeah. Okay, before New Hope, right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, it kind of, it, it, it kind of. It's like after Rebels. No, Rebels starts after the beginning of Solo. Okay. But before the end of Solo. Oh, cool. Okay. Right? So it, it like, starts sort of in, in between there. And then Solo happens, like, in, like, season one or two, like, towards the end of season one or two of 
Star Wars Rebels and then Rebels goes further past that right up to um, months before Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rebels is great. Rebels is the best out of all of it, in my opinion. But uh, but the tough thing is that there's stuff in Rebels with Darth Maul that if you haven't watched the Clone Wars, you don't get it, you're yeah. not going to fully get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there's also, there's some stuff with a couple of the other characters, like the Inquisitor, that if you haven't watched the Clone Wars, th- there's a reveal that you're going to be like, he's a what now? <laughs> right? But if you've watched the right. Clone Wars, you're going to be like, oh, that's really cool. Okay. Um. So it's it's tough, but... Yeah. I the, I've said this many times. Like I need to put together like a definitive Clone Wars watch list right. for people. So that, yeah, yeah. So, so that it's like yes, that, yeah. there are going to be seven seasons, but there are really only maybe four seasons worth of content that you have to watch. Right. Okay. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that it's like there that are good episodes, and then there are a bunch of episodes that are like you could honestly skip these. <laughs> like the movie, other than the introduction of Ahsoka Tano. At the beginning of the movie, you can skip the rest of the movie as far as I'm concerned. Because oh, it's not great. Okay. It's fine, but it's not great. Um, and it also... I'm, it, there's a lot of Clone Wars that contradicts the films that kind of frustrates me. Oh. I, Obi-Wan fights General Grievous like three times. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then in, in Revenge of the Sith, it seems like they haven't even met. Yeah. Um, they are very intentional though, because it's, it's very clear that Anakin and Grievous haven't met. So there's a, they, like, they never meet during the Clone right. Wars because they have then to, they have to write, write around it. Right. Yeah. But there's a little bit more gray area with Obi-Wan. So they have the two of them fight a lot. Mm. Um, and then, and then Anakin and Obi-Wan fight Dooku like five times oh, over the course of the series. And then, <laughs> The scene in Revenge of the Sith at the beginning where he's like, where Anakin's like, my powers have doubled since the last time we met. And it's like, you mean like, you mean like three weeks ago? (laughs) Because that's the last time you guys met was like three weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I, (laughs) if you can ignore that stuff, then. I mean, I guess, I guess you can. It, it, it'll be fine. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I mean it's not the end of the world for sure. Like, but it, it's yeah, I get, I get. It. It's annoying, and yeah. like the like inconsistencies in shows is frustrating. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't. All that stuff's gonna be on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Everybody who missed it the first time around is gonna be able to to take advantage of that and enjoy all that that programming. So, it's uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of good and bad. There's it's gonna be a lot. I honestly I think that everything else is gonna take a real hit because <laughs> people are gonna get Disney Plus and they're gonna start going through all of that content and they're gonna just ignore other well, platforms. I, mean, I will say that I play for Vicky, pay for Vicky, and probably haven't watched anything since like April. What is no Vicky? since before that? It's like Korean dramas. Oh, I okay. haven't watched a, I haven't watched a Korean drama in like months. It's really sad. That's just horrendous i, I can't believe it's it. really devastating but like okay so um friends is apparently leaving netflix no it's been leaving netflix for like I know. years and and we're in canada so it's always a little bit different here because i'm think. like i feel like it's probably not leaving our netflix i don't think it's leaving our netflix but but it's apparently leaving netflix in the u.s but here's the thing who cares because disney plus is coming in about three weeks and 
it's going to have all of Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. So. Nice. Um, I also have all of the Friends on DVD. And I've been, like, getting rid of so much stuff. I have so many DVDs to get rid of. But the ones I will not get rid of is Friends, because that's, like, my childhood. Yeah. And then I won't get rid of Smallville because of nostalgia. And then there's, like, a handful of other, like, things I paid exorbitant amounts of money for because they're from BBC or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of the same, but I do need to go through stuff. It's like Veronica Mars. I'm never gonna watch the yeah. DVDs yeah. again. Yeah, it's, that's me that's too. Yeah, I'm getting happen. rid of Veronica Mars. I'm getting rid of like yeah. I, not that I'm never gonna watch Veronica Mars again. It's just like it's on. I think it's yeah. on Crave. But it is. and everything um, you'll be able to find digitally again, anyways. Like yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing is that like I've been I've actually been starting to build up the my digital collection and like. Everything that I buy physical come now comes with a digital yeah, download Yeah, so that you can have well. a digital download. Yeah. Um, like I'm like, I'm like it's almost not worth buying something for me if it's not a DVD, Blu-ray, digital copy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I almost bought, well, I think it was the Batman Ninja Turtles Blu-ray. I almost bought that, like the actual physical Blu-ray, when I was picking up Spider-Man Far From Home. And then I realized, like, why do I want to have a physical copy of this? If I want this... I'll just buy the digital one. It's yep. actually probably cheaper than the physical copy anyways. Yep. It's probably $17.99 as opposed to $24.99, right? Mm-hmm. Like um yeah, and I'm like I've started using Google Play for everything. I was using iTunes, but when you use iTunes then you're stuck You're stuck using iTunes. Using yeah. Apple platforms, yeah, yeah. right? No. But if it's on Google Play, I can watch it on my iPhone or on my TV or on my PlayStation. Anything that has a YouTube app. Yeah. You can go into your purchase stuff on YouTube and it had all of your Google Play well, I didn't stuff. Know that. Oh, I just had the Google Play app. and I, But I do like, I love purchasing stuff on Google Play. That's, I purchased yeah. Hocus Pocus last night on Google Play. So, oh, I'm sorry. My coaster fell down. That's okay. You've had these coasters forever. Those coasters? Yeah. Yes. They've served you well. It's true. Um... Yeah, do you have any other questions about the the Star Wars trailer? Um Is it does it start with Ray and Ben friends or does it end with them friends? <laughs> I feel like they're both fighting something to get like what are they smashing together? It's either at the beginning or the end. I feel like It's it the be, podium like... with Darth Vader's helmet That's on. That's what I it. thought, yeah. But are they smashing it together? I don't know. Watch that! Watch that that Uh-oh. that scene again closely. Where someone's trying. I to... think that they are fighting, okay. and, and that it, uh, Ray and redirects his lightsaber. Oh, so that it smashes it. that. Okay. Yeah. I mean um, that makes sense. And then he has like a little rage boy, like. Oh, fit. more than likely. Yeah. More than likely. Um. Yeah, I. I think that we're gonna discover that th- that Palpatine has been manipulating Ben through that helmet. Oh, um, interesting. That, that when when Kylo Ren is saying, "Show me the dark side, yeah, yeah, grandfather," yeah. that the that the voice coming through that is not Anakin Skywalker, obviously. It's Palpatine, yeah. That it's Palpatine. That it's been Palpatine all along. Because wouldn't Anakin force ghosts and like protect his grandson? That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I but I think that the line where Palpatine says, "You're coming together," is going to be your undoing or whatever. Uh, that that line you're coming together plays over the resistance fleet coming together and then the crew like like our main characters coming onto the the cockpit of the falcon so it's it's a misdirect of like oh it's Mm -hmm. talking about the resistance coming together it's going to be their undoing 
I think he's literally saying to Ray and Ben, your coming together mm-hmm. will be your undoing. Because now I'm going to make you fight each other. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think that that is going to be the moment when the dark Ray comes out. And I, I am going to bet pretty high high stakes here that that we've seen dark ray but what we haven't seen is the flip side of that which is a light ben oh yeah and and those two are going like he will also step out and they will have to fight they will both have to fight the versions of each other that they want like that each one of them is trying to make the other one into but they'll also have to fight the dark reflection of themselves right um and 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 that that palpatine will be basically trying to pit the two of them against each other but that eventually they will come together in order to defeat palpatine and that'll be that'll be ben's redemption but i also expect that he might die in the process. Well, I feel like if he doesn't, it's not very Star Wars of them. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, we've had this conversation before, but I think that everything that he's done, the only, just like Vader, the only way he can redeem himself and, 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 and balance things is, is with a self-sacrifice. Hmm. Anything less than that is going to be. He can just go to jail forever, long. right? There's a space jail, isn't there? <laughs> the the other the other option narratively, which would be really cool. Amnesia. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't let it be amnesia. That would be the worst. You're not allowed to write movies. <laughs> um, the other option narratively would be for him to get so injured in the battle with Sidious that the only way for him to survive is basically a suit like Vader's. Oh, but yeah. but instead of him being all black, it would be like all white or something oh. like that, making him look like a good guy. Um, which would actually be really cool because there's a comic book called Star Wars Infinities where it's all they're all alternate takes on like what if one thing happened oh, differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Return of the Jedi one ends with Vader surviving the battle with the emperor and turning back to Anakin. And, and, um, I think, I don't think that they actually managed to defeat the emperor. I think the emperor gets away and the, the end of the comic, I guess this is spoilers, but it's been out for like 15 years or something. Um, longer than that, actually. I, the end of the comic is Vader stepping out in all white and saying like, like, cause they're like, Oh, the emperor got away. How are we going to, now we've got to track him down and, and defeat the empire. And then Anakin steps out in his all white Darth Vader outfit and is like, but they'll never stop all three of us or something because it's, and it's Anakin, Luke and Leia. And it's like the the idea there is that Leia will also train to become a Jedi and blah, blah, blah. So I like it. I I could see them kind of almost referencing that and having, and having been be like reborn as as Ben Skywalker as Ben Solo sorry hopefully um, technology has advanced enough in this galaxy far far away that it wouldn't be such a clunky suit I feel like it's so clunky okay Vader's suit is clunky because he has no limbs he's all yeah, robot yeah. like like but he's a torso make, like, and sleek. a face you can make I mean did you see Ex Machina? I feel like you can make sleek robots I y- you could but that wasn't 
that wasn't um, Palpatine's point with that is that and because he's a Sith and the Sith like they draw their power from fear, anger, pain, hatred, all that stuff. Yes, he looks scary. I get it. No, the suit was uncomfortable and it made him more powerful. Oh, because he was in constant torment, so he was it. It it made him stronger. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I didn't know that. I was just making a flippant comment about this. That's I just, why I know better. Than that's to why do. when the the helmet is coming down, it's like the the man is a burn victim. His right. skin must feel like his nerves would just. And this is right after. Yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah. when you see that helmet coming down, you see that it's just needles. Yeah. Like it's like a like a like an Iron Maiden, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like and the idea there, the visual there, is supposed to convey that the whole suit is just torture and palpatine does that on purpose in order to a keep vader under control to keep him on a leash but also like to make him more powerful by making him reliant on the dark side right okay yeah yeah to fight interesting huh yeah it's part of the whole thing so more you know anakin anakin isn't he's not like fully gone when he's fighting obi-wan it's not really until Obi-Wan chops off all of his limbs and he burns alive <laughs> that then Anakin is dead and mm. and and Vader is comes born. out right yeah. um even though he's already Oh because been of the Darth Vader. you've talked about this before we talked about it when we were watching Revenge of the Sith yeah. because you were talking about how that has to do with channeling the dark side to survive and not burn yourself fully or whatever yeah. there was something about that yeah Yeah Oh I like it that's good yeah. So yeah any other questions? Is that it? I think that's everything. Should we talk about something else on the Thunder Clock no. besides just Star Wars? No. <laughs> no. So I feel, okay, Star Wars just, week. Just Star Wars week. I mean, it's true. I am really I am really pleased. Someone did a really good post. We didn't talk about it because um, we understand that it's early in the year and we don't want to alien everybody, but it, it was a Canadian election on Monday, um, the same day that the Star Wars trailer came out. And I had a friend yeah. that did a really good post that was like combining both of them, like using characters in Star Wars uh, as like the references for the uh, for the candidates for the candidate for the candidates and like what was happening politically, which was kind of interesting. But I mean, I'm so bummed. Our riding went conservative <gasps> no! by 500 votes. <gasps> no, it was a three way split, oh, like a like a neck brutal. and neck three way split between conservative, liberal, and NDP. And Crystal and I both voted green oh. um, because we felt like, oh, right. it's this riding has been NDP for Forever, like the last so 15 be, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were like, well, it's going to be NDP. Well, apparently yeah. the the MP from this riding was stepping down this oh. year and it was a city councilor who's been a city councilor for like for 10 one. years. Yeah, yeah, but it was. But she was years. running for the first time. Oh, so it needed, NDP. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was it. We were actually in a. a Swing like district, oh, um, and we didn't realize it. And if if I had realized that, I, we yeah, would have voted differently. Yeah, yeah. Not that two votes would have made a difference. No, but, but it, I feel like everybody would. If everybody would have like realized that, like, yeah. like I yeah. think it might have it might have made a difference. Yeah. But I just can't. I can't understand it. I the, just but, can't fathom why people would vote for some of the parties but, that they. But vote the for. majority of people <clears throat> that voted this time voted for conservatives, which is crazy. Yeah, like. They won the popular vote, which is one of those things as a, as a, as someone who's distinctively not conservative, it is this thing where it makes you think that if I would be outraged if it had happened the other way around and you're like, but we're, we're not outraged by this, like 
fragrant like, dis dis like something of democracy like dissolution yeah. of democracy because of first past the post working in our favor which is gross it makes me feel gross because i hate first past the post yeah but we dodged a bullet because of it i know but that's terrible I right know. yeah i know it oh. is terrible but but at but, the same time thank god because yeah. I, but but the the other part of that is that if if trudeau had pushed through voter reform yeah. He would have retained some of his, yeah. some of his support from the last election. Yeah. But one yeah. of the reasons why people switched over to other stuff, so it's it's that people voted, people voted NDP and and um, and Green mm-hmm. instead of voting Liberal in this election like they yeah. did four years ago because four years ago we were trying to get rid of yeah. the conservatives, conservatives yeah. right? And then everybody said like, oh no, it's safe, we're safe, we're good. Yeah. Vote your heart vote your conscience not strategically the last election the conversation was all around strategic voting so that we could get rid of the conservatives but i I think the conservative number has stayed the same well that's always the the problem is that the 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 middle and the left Mm -hmm. are split into more well yeah but that was but that's that is i will say I watched this, so the coverage I watched was on the CBC, which is Canada's national broadcaster, and it's no commercials, which is really awesome. Um, but they were, like, part of their conversation was they lost, the Conservative Party lost one of the most progressive voices in the Conservative Party. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember her name, but she was, like, the deputy leader, basically, of the Conservative Party. And they were like, that's, like, detrimental for people that want a more progressive Conservative yeah. Party. But also that the Conservatives have spent so much time consolidating their power because yeah. there used to be such a divide in the Conservatives. But they haven't expanded their base. They just rely on this one little pocket, like one little base. So, I will say, I'm pretty sure Penticton voted NDP because they had um, yeah. Russell Canning's dad. Um, well, he was on um, Improv the year after me. Hmm. But anyways, I think, I'm pretty sure his dad is like the MP of our, oh, yeah. of, of Penticton. Um and ours, like mine, I was worried, but like my, my, the thing is with my district is with my area is like, I didn't realize this, but Joyce Murray, who's in that district was like the second choice for the leader of the liberals. So it's like a real staunch, mm. like liberal yeah, writing, yeah. but there's a lot of conservatives that are still out there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's like the heart of Vancouver. Like, it, I don't know, it, man. It, I, I just, freaky. I just don't understand what people think they're voting for. When they're voting, economic prosperity. That's all. But and racism because they're racist. There are racist people all yes. over Canada, and I think that oh, we yeah. just like forget that. Or but, I mean, we don't the forget truth, that. But the truth of the, of the matter, like the reality of the situation for a lot of these people, and and it's this is the frustrating part, is that like you look at Alberta, and Alberta is is very conservative, like like the majority, the not even the majority. Most like ninety five percent percent of Alberta is, voted for conservatives. Okay, so w- but when we look at ridings, I oh, think yeah, it's yeah. like it's like ninety five percent of their ridings are this election. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent were. I'm pretty sure Alberta and Saskatchewan are completely conservative. Saskatchewan was completely. Yeah, yeah, Saskatchewan yeah. was hundred. Alberta, the last one. Okay, I went to bed at like eleven thirty, but the last time I was looking, the only district that was maybe up for debate was Edmonton. Okay, but I'm pretty sure um, it like all went blue. And it's and it has been that way for a very long time, and yet Alberta has seen the worst ec- like economic downturn that that province has been through, right. maybe ever. 
um, in the last few years. And it's because of conservative politics, like the, the, the doubling down on oil and gas. And I, I, you know, like, like the, the, um, politics that's pushing marginalized people out of those communities and it like two places like Vancouver and like people leave like a lot of teenagers can't wait to finish high school so that they can go to school somewhere outside of Alberta well that was um actually I think what happened in the riding where the conservative it was Milton in Milton I Mm want to say Milton's in Ontario but basically what happened is a liberal like a an Olympian um out like wedged her out like mm-hmm. one over the conservative deputy leader because Milton suburbs are being increasingly populated by minority families that are like mm-hmm. looking to settle down closer to city yeah. or closer to like a community and like are changing the core demographics of those areas and wanting something else to like yeah. look to and um sorry I I do have to correct myself I'm pretty sure there is one little blob of orange in Alberta. Yeah, I thought that I thought that's what it was. It's just one riding one. though. I'm pretty sure it's one riding. Yeah. Um Oh wait, no. No, no, no. These ones are still empty. I don't know what they are. That uh, that blob of orange is the um the NDP riding in Penticton. Is oh. what that is in the bottom of BC cuz BC is also completely blue except for our coast. Okay, yeah. I do have to say but, but that if something happens in Canada, I really need to petition Oregon, Washington and California to make a new country yeah. because I just will I refuse to be part of Alberta and But the Saskatchewan. other but the other part of that is that is that you're looking at the populated area versus the the like densely populated versus sparsely yeah. populated. So although the vast majority of of geographic area is counted as blue yeah. uh, for conservative, it's it's far fewer people in that whole area than in just like a couple of the municipalities in Greater Vancouver. Right. So you know, like you kind it's it it looks daunting, but it's actually like the trees aren't voting conservative. So, <laughs> and that's what, that's all that's I out mean, there yeah. is rocks and trees. It's yeah, yeah, BC. So I don't know. It's a, it, 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 it's difficult. It's just a difficult reality to live in because I think that we, we want to believe, especially living in a metropolitan city, uh, like greater Vancouver, that, that the rest of the world is progressive and uh understanding and and enlightened and the reality of the situation is that a lot of people out there are just are just overwhelmingly afraid oh yeah right and that's what it comes down to is that conservative right far right wing and and i'm not even saying like far right wing anymore right wing extremists prey on the fear of working class people that's that's what they do that's how they consolidate their base that's what trump did that's what Scheer did like this is that this is it is vastly misleading you're right because when you look at a map it looks like it's all blue but it's because those are the unpopulated areas and then when you go into the cities it's all orange yeah within the the ndp yeah um okay uh, ryan actually posted a, a really great a really great image that um that I that I shared as well um, off of his and it is showing all of the the 
Um, it was it's it's showing the distribution. What's the language? It's a cartogram, so it's showing the distribution with with hexagons. Ah, um, interesting. Like with a hex pattern. Oh. And it's it's not geographically distributed. It's distributed by, um, essentially, like each hex is an equal number of people. Oh, cool! And that's so it how actually it's like across so it actually country. shows oh. you that like. The majority of BC is actually a split between NDP and Liberal. Right. Um, with a little bit of green in there. And then what's the yellow? I think it's independent. Um, and then, and then like the interior is, is blue, but it, right. it counts for much less right. of the, of the population. Um, and it actually kind of shows you that, that the majority of the country votes Liberal, which in my opinion is right wing. I I don't think that they're moderate. I I think that they're right wing, but I mean, mm, the corporate policy making coming out of the liberals is, is it's right wing. Like they are like, that's who they are catering to. They're not, they, they throw out one or two social, I, I initiatives, Per term, yeah, and but then right, they just and then the really rest sent- of it yeah, is yeah, just really. them doing favors for business people. Well, I mean, yes, NC Lavalin, cough, cough. Um, the <laughs> um thing that was interesting this election and a party that I never pay attention to is the mm-hmm. Bloc Quebecois. And it was I've very interesting. Paying wasn't attention it? to the Bloc Quebecois this time around, yeah. I didn't realize that they're so pro climate change, like pro climate like protections. Yeah. And that they're so secular, and I know, I know that, but I always forget it about Quebec because we always think about Quebec as this like cultural like iceberg that's like, or this like sort of on its own and like fighting yeah. for these things that other people don't understand. But I'm like, actually, a lot of the things that Quebec stands for is like very like, I don't know, probably good in the long run if it like, yeah. Can, but I don't know. There's, but, it is extreme, and but anyways. but there will never be enough of the block in order to really do anything oh, make no. like make any change no, no. um if there were then quebec would have left canada a long time ago yeah. um that, for people outside of canada who don't understand quebec is french yeah. and the rest of canada is english um language but also like in origin so i uh, the the french came here i uh, like they essentially settled in the northern part of of um sort of like the like the eastern areas right um and it's i don't think people really understand that like canada has like incredible cultural diversity from people that claim it more than me or mike have any right to that like aboriginals were here first but then like french and british forces and people settled here the French have been totally... People don't think about France as having a huge part of the population in the early settlers in yeah. North America, but it's mostly just Quebec now. And yeah. there's well, places in because, Quebec... Yeah. Because the British and then America yeah, just basically became, kicked them out, yeah. right? And, but, and there are places where... And I don't think people understand, but Quebec is not bilingual. Quebec is French. Yeah. Like, you... There is no... Like, you don't have... There's only one bilingual province, and it's what? New Brunswick, I think? 
Hmm. Like, is the only province where you legally have to have everything in French and English. But in Quebec, it's just French. You don't have to have yeah. anything in English. You don't have to be able to speak and English. And it's really just like and a, Hull and Montreal are really the only places that are that, like, yeah. that make a little bit of effort. And mm-hmm. they're still, they're pretty French about it. And, <laughs> and, um, and like, there's places in, in Quebec where you go where you, it's just like you can't speak any English you can't get uh, my buddy did um one of those like French exchanges and he went to Chicou to me which is like in the north of Quebec and he's like I, I made no friends I couldn't talk to anybody nobody understood me yeah and it was like a thing where it's like yeah that would suck yeah that would be the worst I got to go to Montreal nobody wanted me to speak French in Montreal it's so many anglophones are in Montreal yeah and they like looked at me I mean they just like have such derision for you when you try to speak French and they're when like, you, speak you horrible don't know, French, they're like, don't just know what speak you're doing. English. They're like, I understand yeah. you. Stop talking yeah. to me. Like, cause I think they feel like you're patronizing them, but I'm like, no, I'm genuinely trying to learn how to speak French. But anyways, I'm going to stop looking at maps right now and just say overall, it was, um, it was an interesting and disappointing time and made me realize too, like, there's just like, there's a lot of racism and hatred. And I think that some of that is fueling, fueling these decisions. And also people are just like afraid and the the uh, the CBC panel had the um, mayor of Calgary on one of the pa- of one of the sub panels, mm. who was actually quite articulate um, in his fight for it. Like you can just tell he's like a politician to his core about fighting for like Alberta and like what they think they're like we're the ones that make Canada all the money and nobody cares about us because they won't let us build pipelines. And I'm kind of like that's a terrible way to think about how you were treating. We in no way want to stop Alberta from making money on the oil that's there, but we just want to do it in a way that like, doesn't like do it at the expense of everybody else. And just because mm-hmm. your gas prices went up and you can't afford your like huge truck and your townhouse that costs you a quarter of what it costs to live in a one bedroom apartment in Vancouver. Like what Alberta did as a province was, uh, in like, like let's say this is an analogy. Okay. The analogy starts now in 1991, they saw the first pog and they were like, pogs are going to be the biggest thing ever. And everybody else was like, I don't think these pogs things are going to last. Like (laughs) everybody else, (laughs) everybody else was going like, it's cool right now. But honestly, in three years, do you think we're still going to be playing pogs? I don't think we are. And, but Alberta was like, no, we are going to stop everything else that you're doing. Stop everything else. <laughs> shut down that bakery. Yes. Close that school. Shut everything down. And just make pogs. We make pogs. <laughs> Alberta pogs. We may as well be po- Pogberta. Like, yeah, Pogberta. Like, it's true. Everything is there. People move there yeah. to make pogs. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, you people from over in, in British Columbia, you want to make pogs? Come here. We'll train you in how to make pogs. <laughs> we will pay you so much money to come and we'll here and make pogs. we'll fly you home. We'll fly you to the place you actually want to live every yeah. three mo- weeks because you can't stand living here making pogs. Yeah. We know you want to live elsewhere, but we have so yeah. much money from making pogs that we'll fly you back. And then, like... And do people two... understand that we're talking about oil? <laughs> and then two weeks later, everybody was like, you know what? We're done with pogs. We're going to move on to... I don't know. What was the thing that happened after Pogs? I nothing. Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis, right? And then move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Um, and then Alberta was like, you guys, we built all this infrastructure to make Pogs. <laughs> and now you're saying that you won't... Like, China really wants our Pogs, okay? <laughs> China says they want our Pogs. Yeah. Can you let us build a pipeline so that we can ship Pogs to China? And we're like... <laughs> Well, we would let you do that, except we know that 
pogs destroy the environment. I don't know how, but they do. do yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. The, the like, analogy is falling just, apart. It's just like not... But, but yeah, like, and it's, you don't need pogs to run everything. Just change any technology that's run by pogs. Yeah. There are better solutions. There are much better solutions. And the people who've been pogs trained, are a finite resource, guys. the people who've been trained to work in the oil fields and, and oil sands and everything, they can be retrained to work in mining, uh, which not much better in terms of, of what it does for the environment, but, um, safer, I, 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 and when you know when a, a, when, a, a when a record, when a when a tanker full of diamonds <laughs> crashes on the coast, it doesn't it doesn't it, kill, it doesn't all, kill the all of the the dolphins. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody, oh, I would love, love the, to see that story. The tanker full the of tanker diamonds. Full of diamonds. That's not the kind of mining that we generally do <laughs> yeah, in British Columbia, but that's fine. Um, but more importantly, like those because like. People think of it and they go like, oh, these people have been trained to work in in the oil industry, in the oil and gas industry. And it's like, no, 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 no. They've been trained as engineers, yeah. right? Or not like, even, like, no, a mechanical, like mechanics that, and engineers. Most like, of the people that are complaining about it are just laborers. And I, I apologize for putting the word just yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of that. But I mean, like, they're people that can be, those are translatable skills. Well, yeah, it's like, like it's like instead of building rigs for oil build turbines for wind or yeah like it's just like you can do something else alberta we is just, have just to value it. alberta is just nothing but flat land and the problem too is that it's like the the core of the problem is that these people it's it's unskilled labor that makes a butt ton of money and the unskilled laborers are like but we want to continue to make a butt ton of money well, they, without they, because they've they learned inflated a specific, yeah, a, an industry yeah, in order to, to draw people yeah. there and to so work. And so now people are like, but you're taking away my jobs. And we're like, and they no, we're changing your job. You didn't deserve to make that much money in the first place. Well, honestly, like, honestly, I think they, they, they preyed on, like you say, it's like uns, unskilled laborers, workers, whatever, right? Like the terminology isn't flattering, but it is what it is. They preyed on people who um, were looking for an opportunity for a better life. Mm -hmm. They sold them that line yeah. without ever explaining to them that what they were doing was asking them to bet everything on a bubble that could burst. Yeah. And then the bubble burst because we all went like, oh, this is not good for the environment. N nobody wants any of this stuff as much as we're reliant on oil and gas and stuff it's like nobody wants this stuff we don't want you transporting it through our natural resources in british columbia we have some of the, the most amazing natural resources in the world and we have some of the the most uh unique distinct ecosystems in the world and they wanted they literally want to build a pipeline that puts out in an inlet that is home to thousands of unique species that are not found anywhere else in the world. <laughs> they picked the worst place in the entire province to propose this. Right. And it's like, there are other inlets that they could have chosen that granted, we don't want those destroyed either, but if they were destroyed, at least that kind of starfish or urchin or fish right, yeah, or salmon right, or whatever, yeah, right. they actually like they they're, they're all up and down area. the coast, 
right? Yeah. But this one specific inlet is home to thousands of unique like, species so that, that can't survive like, anywhere else in the world. So and things. one spill would destroy that ecosystem forever. Right, yeah. And and you would be talking about uh, like it would be considered an extinction event because you would have thousands of species that would no longer exist on the planet in one incident like which is just like that's unfathomable right but this, i love that you're so passionate about this because i don't know the, all these details of things like yeah. this and it's like it's hard for me because i also like understand the economic conversation i too would like to be rich <laughs> but like yeah. right it's just like there's there's different there's different angles to it and I, but yeah i'm i'm pleased with the general outcome but we've got a lot of thinking to do and the biggest the clearest thing is that no matter what you can't run an election anymore without considering the green like angle like you have to yeah. talk about climate change greta's coming uh, to vancouver on friday hey yeah uh, i'm excited do you want me to read can i read you this post that only canadians will understand yes but it's like a perfect mashup of star wars and the election okay do it and it's from my buddy nick and i don't i didn't get his permission to share this so i apologize but i don't think he listens to the podcast so it's like okay um the resistance is the clear winner tonight Though Leia has gone independent and Han Solo got caught wearing an Aladdin costume, the First Order has gained traction in the inner core of the system. The Separatists have risen again in Alderaan as the Jedi lose some ground. The Resistance will have to consider forming a new rebel alliance with one or or the other. Meanwhile, the Ewoks gain more seats in the forest moon of Endor, but it still means very little. Snoke clearly killed tonight, lost his seat after that debate. Meanwhile, in other franchises, the Joker still runs the USA. So I just thought it was a really cool, like, obviously inspired by the trailer that came out. And no one would ever vote yeah. for Han Solo in <laughs> politics. <laughs> well, you would think that no one would vote for JT after that. Does the rest of the world know how much we hate Justin Trudeau right now? Like, how did he get uh, No, re-elected? I don't think so. I think that everybody else still looks at him and goes like, wow, Canada's really got it together. Ugh, no. Yeah, I feel like people that listen to this know that because we talk about it many times, but... It's, you know, it's, it's difficult. I will say just, the one... Just, he just lied. He yeah. lied a lot. Yeah. He said that he was going to do like 10 things and he literally did one of them. Maybe the rest of the world is like, yeah, but politicians just lie all the time. And we're like, but I we're think, not used to that. I think <laughs> that that's the thing is that, is that everybody <laughs> else is like, like oh, yeah, your he did lied one too. of the things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Two other political things and I'll stop talking about them. Okay. But... Um, we do need the, to record. Quarter. I know, no, no. The the Leia that they referred to in this was Jody Wilson Raybolt getting her yeah. independent seat in Granville, uh, Van, Vancouver Granville area riding, which is the one like right next to mine. I'm really yeah. excited for her um, because she was basically fired by Justin Trudeau and now has come back and been like, "I'm here for four more years." Yo, she was like, asked. So she was asked to basically tow the party line and support, basically like sweep. So there was this thing SNC Lavalin that like they're in bed with the government and doing a bunch of illegal stuff. You watch the Hassan Minaj like thing episode about yeah, uh, Justin Trudeau yeah, and yeah, uh, um, uh, it's on Netflix and it's really good about yeah. Canada like, where he basically calls out Canadian Paul like Justin Trudeau for being terrible and it's all true. Yeah. Um, but but basically like they were doing a bunch of illegal stuff and um, she was the paying, justice minister. They're paying the government to basically look the other way. Yeah. And then she was like, hold up. Yeah. This isn't cool. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. And sh- and Justin Trudeau was like, you're going to do it or you're not going to be part of this cabinet anymore. Yeah. And she was like, cool, I'm not going to be part of this cabinet anymore. And moreover, I'm leaving the Liberal Party. Yeah. yeah. And then she ran independent, yeah. which uh, which I think was gutsy. It's really hard. She's the um, only independent that got yeah, And she got elected. Yeah. 
So but it's good. Good for her. It's good. I hope that she's just like a pit bull oh, yeah, in, in like keeps... Parliament and just fights everybody on every stupid thing that they say. Yeah, yeah. And that every time Sheer opens his mouth that she's just like, shut up and sit down, you <laughs> tiny little man. Because he just... I... Mm, it makes me so mad that these people come to power because he is not smart. He is not charismatic. Oh, he people is... are people are thinking like, why is he gonna still be the leader when he like, I don't know, but but I mean, he was the lesser of a lot of evils on that that. I guess party. I mean like, they... and, and I will say, there's parts of the conservative platform that like, if they have to work on certain things, it like I don't know. There's just there's some stuff we can. I'm let's hope for the best. Yeah. Um. The second thing is that I found interesting. I was reading Pinterest. The other day, and besides mm-hmm. giving me some handy tips as to how to make your metadata work for you if you're an anarchist, <laughs> um, there was actually a thing where it just was the simple post going. One of the reasons why Americans probably hate the idea of universal health care is because they think health care costs as much as they are paid for it. They pay for it. Yeah. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. People think medicine is expensive to pay for because they're charged a lot of money for medicine. Yeah. Do they realize that that's not actually how it works? That's capitalism. Yeah. You could easily, in your existing tax structure, pay <laughs> for universal health care. The reason you think it's so expensive is because you are charged stupid amounts of money for your health care. Mm. I just thought that was interesting. And we were talking about politics right now. And I felt like the need to put that in there because go Pinterest. You know what I find interesting? What? You might be the last person on Pinterest. <laughs> I think I only every once in a while watch, like, look at it when I'm falling asleep. So, but yes, I I understand. But I'm not on Tumblr. I think it's like I think it's like you and like one lady doing those like little like the little four by four wood no, blocks. No, anybody with, with a wedding coming them. up is on Pinterest. I feel like that's or costume designers. And I will say it's because I used Pinterest instead of Tumblr. Does, do people still use Tumblr? Um. I don't know. Not Am really. I too old? No. So the thing with Tumblr is that Tumblr was the Wild West. Tumblr was crazy, right? <laughs> and it was uh, it was definitely a place where people thought that they could share a lot of uh, let's call them racy images. <laughs> um, and then they were Tumblr was bought by Yahoo. Yahoo, yeah. Pretty and sure. Yahoo was like. Oh no! This simply won't do. We can't. We can't monetize this platform if there's all of these nipples, both male, female, and everything in between. Um, and so they locked it down with an algorithm that, quite frankly, does not do a good job of locking that down because there's lots of nipples, male, female, and everything in between, all over Tumblr. Tumblr. But um, and then there are other people who are like cosplayers and stuff who are like, "This is a I'm." in a swimsuit it's a one-piece swimsuit why am i not allowed to post this yeah um because the algorithm says like oh this is inappropriate um so a lot of people left tumblr over that so there were a lot of people who were like kind of on the fringe of that um but honestly like tumblr was a safe haven for people who were in like like i i like the BDSM communities and stuff right, like that. And yeah. Like, like I just sort of like all of these kind of alternative, um, lifestyle communities. It was a real safe haven for that stuff because it was a social platform that wasn't targeting those groups and saying, you can't be right. here. Um, and then they targeted those groups and said, you can't be here. And it turns out that's who was there. 
Right. Right. So it went from a platform that was worth however many millions of dollars. Uh, actually, I think it was like I think it was like a billion dollars. Yeah, it was something, something stupid. Like that. that Yahoo paid for it, and now it is valued at less than a million dollars. And it's uh, yeah, like like an industrious person could just buy it from Yahoo if they felt like it. And I'm really surprised that nobody has. And seeing that like you could turn that back into, I mean, like not to be too cavalier about it, but like Pornhub makes a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, that's just reality people, but it's the internet. That's (laughs) that is why the internet exists. That's why the internet is proliferated the way that it has, because people realized, holy crap, I can get porn on this thing. (laughs) It's like, it's like our phones, right? Phones, we're getting smaller and smaller <laughs> and so they started as the Zach Morris yeah, giant yeah, gray yeah, brick. Yeah. And then like they had gotten down to like the razor. Yeah. Right. Where it was like, how thin and breakable can we make this thing? <laughs> um, they just got smaller and smaller and smaller. And then the iPhone came out and then it connected to the internet and people realized like, I can look at stuff on the internet. <laughs> There's porn on the internet. <laughs> and then phones started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and it's I like, it. I bought the eight plus because I was like, I can watch movies on the train. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's like people like they buy bigger phones because they can watch their media. People and watch porn on your commute. People. I don't think oh, you realize hundred percent people like- do that. <laughs> Hundred percent, people do that, um, and that's why that's why they make those screen protectors so that you, you can, can only see, see from yeah. straight on. Yeah, if you look yes. at it at the end and angle, it's like yeah. I have um, definitely read pornographic novels on the bus, like on my phone. Like like erotic. Well, like, well, it's I guess. See, porn is such a weird word to describe romance novels because it's not really. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like an odd. I mean, like I think I think. Erotic fiction is a, is better, a good term like for it. Re- would you consider Fifty Shades of Grey porn or erotic fiction? No, it's definitely erotic fiction. Yeah, it's it's not, okay. it's it's very poor erotic fiction, <laughs> yeah. but it is erotic fiction. Yeah. But like to to like the thing about porn is that the majority of porn is very um, transactional. Okay, right? I guess so. It's fair. like yeah. and especially like in this day and age, I think like when we talk about Pornhub. I, I think that the majority of videos on there just get right into it, right? <laughs> it's not like the night to the classic 1970s porn of like, I'm here to check the cable the or copier. I've got this pizza, yeah. right? Like where it's like, oh, we, like, reference. yeah, like we're creating like a narrative yeah. in order to get these people into a situation where they're having sex. Uh, it, first of all, it's like all amateur. Like it's all just people with phones <laughs> filming themselves doing stuff. Because if you have a phone, you not only can you watch porn, you studio. can make yeah, porn. Yeah, you have a whole production studio in your hand. Um, I told you that I really want to make a porn, like um, as a producer. Like I want to make like because it's like I, all the things I want to make VR. I want to, but also yeah. like how come VR hasn't gotten better? You would think that something that has the capacity to like really like reach a specific demographic. I just think that porn and VR are like go hand in hand and should be yeah. developing faster than it currently is. Um, I think it's, I think that's just a hardware thing. It's not, Maybe. it's, it's, it, the, it's getting there. It's getting there. But the thing about, the thing about it being good for, for porn is that it's kind of got to be a little bit more hands-free and <laughs> VR right that's now, fair. 
VR right now, there's a lot of cables and yeah, it's clunky yeah, headsets yeah, and stuff. No, they just released an Oculus <laughs> with no cables. Yeah, they did. So that's why I say it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. And as those devices get smaller, yeah. I think that then they'll start to... Yeah. It just needs holograms. It'll, more it'll, so start, to, it'll start to work. I'm sorry, yeah. I interrupted you in the middle of talking about Pornhub because I no, got I think excited we're good. about... Okay, cool. I think we're good. I, I did not realize that you wanted to produce Well, Andrew talks about it film. all the time. Yeah. And it's like, it would just be interesting to try to like... It just is like an interesting medium. Like when you actually like look How at does it, he talk about it? Like he wants to do a, make a porn to, or not, but to again to to like direct one or to yeah. like because first of all it doesn't seem and the problem is though what I feel like we have a higher production standard than yeah. what porn is used to. Yeah. But it's like it it doesn't take and it's a whole industry. Like it's really fascinating to look I feel like I'm not actually talking in a microphone. But I feel like it's a, it would be really interesting yeah. to like just look at the like business side of it because it's this yep. huge business and industry with yep. like standards and uh, anyways, I just think it's really fascinating. And I and I can't think of any ideas for short films, but I have thought of an idea for a short porn. So I like I I have an idea for like a zombie movie that is very like exploitation that would have like graphic sex stuff in it. So she's the cure for the zombie virus, but you have to have sex with her. I came up with that and told you you? that. Yeah, you're stealing my idea. Are you sure? I am positive because I told you that idea and I'm pretty sure I told you on a podcast. Okay, well, I wrote it into a script, so it's a thing that actually exists. You need to give me credit. I mean, it's a. Did if you if you, you ever make that. that, yeah, I have it in my iPhone. I have the idea it's in like my the iPhone only from the day that I'm like, hey, this actually is a good idea and could be like a, well, I mean, you didn't act that way when I pitched it to you. Really? Yeah, you were very very dismissive of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You were like, oh. Maybe I thought about it for a little bit and was like, hey, this could this could really work. Yeah. But only as a short film. You, you heard it here first. It. Amanda tried to rip my idea off I unknowingly. Totally. Amanda just forgot, as she does many things, what Mike told her. <laughs> Which I will say, there is a lot it's of... Okay. It's okay. eight years of It history. just means that if you ever do produce that, that you have to put my name on it somewhere, and I expect to get a Special percentage. Special thanks. I, you, you cut me in. You gotta cut me in on that. Okay. Okay. I mean, we know that I'm very close to producing pornography, so clearly this is a... <laughs> but it's a, good, it's a good little idea. I mean, in... Did you fully think it through? I want to know what you're like, how mm-hmm. it works in your brain. Because in my brain, it, maybe it was, maybe, did I take the whole idea from you? Because I have like the whole, like the beginning, middle and end of it. I don't know. Like I don't know. I didn't have like a, a narrative structure to it yet. Oh. Like I just had the idea of like, it's a zombie apocalypse and the cure for this, this zombie virus, they like genetically engineer a person. And in order for her to distribute the cure, to the zombies, she has to have sex with them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mine wasn't genetically engineered. In my brain, okay. I got rid of that part of it. Okay. It was just like spontaneous. And it's an immunity. So, like, cause, like, because like, it's me, like sexually transmitted. To me, it was like taking Resident Evil, not the video games, but the movie, like the right. Mila Jovovich movie, mm-hmm. and pushing that, like, taking that to the logical the, oh, next the, step. Uh, well, which yes, is because like, it's very close to pornography. I yes. mean, like, it, she is just a sexy lady yeah. killing zombies. That's true. Right? There, there's not much story. In I actually one. tried to make it into a full, like, series arc. It just doesn't work the same. But I did actually come yeah. up with a full series. Oh, my gosh. I should send this to you. It's, like, one of the only things I have into a full really Bible. Should. How did I not know that this was your idea? I don't How know. How many ideas have people told me that I've just decided are things that I'm now making <laughs> in my head? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's in, yeah, zombie dream. You want me to read this? 
Yeah. During so this is the date on this is August first, twenty ten. During an engineered zombie apocalypse, a cure is discovered, but only through genetic manipulation. A girl is engineered to be immune. It's 2010. A woman is engineered. I would have written a woman. Now. Um, a woman is engineered uh, to be immune to the zombie strain, but can only pass the cure on genetically or possibly through sexual contact and has been bioengineered with an insatiable libido in order to spread the cure. Oh, interesting. That's, that's, my, that's my pitch for it. Nice. So there you go. Huh. There it is. I win. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't disbelieve yeah. you that you told it to me at some point in time. But in my brain, it's just completely gone yeah. around. Like, hey, there's this idea. That's fine. I uh, cool. We really need to record oh, quiver. Sugar. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's okay, been an hour and twenty minutes. We enjoyed this short episode of the Thunderquack podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> We're I'm sorry. About this. We talked about politics, porn, and Star Wars. What else re- do you want? The reality of it is that we just want to record the Thunderquack podcast. <laughs> we want to be done with Quiver. But I think so. I, okay. Thank you for listening to the Thunderquack podcast. <laughs> I don't know why you do. <laughs> I do. That conversation was awesome. <laughs> okay, good. Enjoy. The politics was probably yeah. a little on the drive. But if you side, stuck through the politics, you got the porn. You so did get to porn. Know, I, yeah. like- I think it was worth it. <laughs> We Isn't started that why with, anybody does anything. We started with Star Wars, <laughs> and then we got into politics, but we ended with zombie sex. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, can't go wrong. Cool. I uh, okay. <laughs>